Hey guys, welcome to another episode of MC Anime, MC here. And today, we have an interesting topic that we were discussing. It's the expectations for the Black Adam movie. So what is Black Adam, you may ask? Well, Black Adam at one point was another uh, avatar of the... Of a similar hero known as Shazam. So basically the similar powers as Shazam. Picked as a hero to embody. The. The ideals of what Shazam stood for. What he stood for. And along the way got lost. And uh, turned somewhat evil. And he had a very cynical view of justice. And. He's delivering it into the Black Adam movie. Now, for anyone that doesn't know, the Black Adam movie is part of the DC uh, expanded universe. And the movies have been hyping up as of lately. They're beginning somewhat better with it. And, you know, creating more hype and doing more standalone in the series of things. And uh, they have a really interesting character playing Black Adam. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is uh, interesting in the DC Extended Universe. It's tracked to revive in theaters. Uh, now, Black Adam, you know, with the, tip, the anti-hero in the spin-off sequel to the Shazam movie that has been in the works since the early 2000s, and now we're getting close to seeing theaters. Black Adam... A powerful being on par with Superman is the original champion of the wizard Shazam. But unlike the heroic counterpart played by Adam, since the morality is often a bit more flexible. Black Adam will tell the story of a, of a character's return to the mortal world after spending a long time in a magical prison. We can only guess what terrible vengeance he has in store for the world. So, that's a little bit about what the movies be about with Black Adam, as Dwayne Johnson favored that role with uh, Black Adam specifically. And it's surprisingly that instead of introducing Shazam versus Black Adam first, they were actually theorizing Black Adam the movie before that actual debut. So it's at the they're actually giving the character its own movie, which in hindsight is actually better, because then when we have the hype of Shazam versus Black Adam in an upcoming movie, you, you know, probably year or two for now, then we can, re you know, maybe four years, but we can even have more anticipation for that fight by having the two origin movies of Shazam and Black Adam being separate and building up the hype. So that's kind of interesting that we can have that perspective. And, you know, I, you know, it's kind of interesting that Dwayne The Rock Johnson took a very interesting favoritism to portraying Black Adam. You know, because most of these castings are like a contract like years in advance kind of for these parts. So when he favored that and said he would do it, he's 
actually a pretty good, you know, be, I mean, actor that could play that role of that anti-hero and kind of portrayal of Black Adam as the character on screen. So it goes to show you that, you know, even actors have their favorite type of casting of characters they want to be. They always strive for that part. And then it's always like a battle for whatever antagonist or protagonist spot in a movie. While Black Adam is not only an antagonist in a future film, but it's a protagonist in this film. So... That plays an in- interesting role. And then we also have, uh, you know, besides Adam being introduced, we also have, like, other beloved characters from the Justice Society of America, which is an older version of um, of Justice League. So... So, Justice Society of America is a lot older, so it's doing a much more interesting take to that for the DC fans. And then as you get ex- prepared for the exciting DC Extended Universe film, we know, we know about, so, from the casting to the updates and the filming and release dates. So, that's what I'll be telling you and the expectations that the movie can reveal to us. So, um, the Dirty Harry of Supervilles seems interesting. All right, so in the first trailer for The Black Adam, it hit on June 8th, June 8th 2002, 2022, actually. We have a first real look at the film. After numerous teasers and clips, the trailer shows off the Justice Society of America having to take on the particular character after he's been awakened from the 5,000 year slumber. We have Hawkman tells Black Adam, heroes don't kill people. With the anti-hero bluntly responding, well I do. With plenty of superhero action, a sense of humor, a snarky callback to the first Iron Man movie, and The Rock being The Rock as Black Adam didn't disappoint. So, the Black Adam's, uh, movie release date. There has been some controversy about this because there's one point canceled but then it got rescheduled another point. Uh, it's currently scheduled to premiere in the United States in October 21st, 2022. So this is coming up in uh, fall, October 2022. Now, originally the film was supposed to arrive in theaters on December 22nd, 2021, but they were abandoned due to covid the film was actually pushed to July 29, 2022, but suddenly on its current release date. So, who's in the Black Adam's cast? Well, besides Dwayne Johnson, the class of Black Adam would include a number of classic DC characters portrayed by Noah Centennial, Otis Hoge, Sarah. And Princess Swintail and Pierce Bondsman. So, despite the movie's links to Shazam, Levy and Astro Angel won't be reprising the roles of Shazam and Billy Batson, respectively, in Black Adam. That's just well as though, because it doesn't look like the film will have 
will have more than its fair share of superheroes. So, so who are the confirmed characters in Black Adam? Well, one, we know Dwayne Johnson is Black Adam, the main character of the movie. He's born as a slave named Teth Adam in the nation of Kuwait. Adam is a brave and fundamentally heroic person, but despite his good intentions, he's a ruthless warrior who will destroy anyone who gets in his way without a second thought. Now, that's Adam. And, you know, being Teth Adam as Black Adam. So, that's who he is. He will stand anyone in his way to get in his way. A warrior that through strength and will encapuses other people's will by breaking them down. If they get in the way, they're the enemy. So, now, besides Adam, the movie will also see Shari, played by Andrea Tomas, a university university professor and resistance fighter in Kuwak. In the comics, Adriana eventually becomes the superhero called Isis and marries Black Adam. She is responsible for tempering Adam's violent tendencies and pushing him towards more heroic paths. Whether the character will have a similar path is something we have to wait and see. As again, we also see some formations of the Justice Society of America. This is a multi-generational team of superheroes who are the predecessors of the Justice League. The Justice League of America has a mat let's see. JSA has a massive roster of heroes in the comics, including Adam, but only a handful are going to appear in the movie. So there's going to be a limited cast system for Justice Society of America. But this is the precursor for the Justice League. That's important because Justice Society of America is where the Justice League kind of took more relevant shortcomings to do more than what the Justice of Justice Society of America did. So we also have Centennial who'll be playing Adam Smasher, a JSA member with the power to change his size and density. Adam Copeland played a version of the, the character in Season 2 of The Flash. So Adam Smasher will be interesting because this is basically similar to Ant-Man in... How his size and density changes. But density-wise, he can be small but punch you and still have the same impact as other forms. So, just keep that in mind. We also have Hoge, who will appear as Hawkman, the leader of the JSA. Hawkman is the reincarnation of an ancient Egyptian prince. In his life, he's an archaeologist who can fly using wings made of alien material called Nith Metal. Hawkman is the popular character who specifically appeared in the comics, animation, and live action. The character was played by Michael Shanks in Smallville and by Frank Falk, 
Hinchus in the C CW's Arrowverse. So, Hawkman is basically later depictions of Hawkgirl, Hawkwoman, or Hawkgirl in Justice League. And that has a story playoff, I think, with uh, Hawkgirl marrying Hawkman and I think Salvage ruling everything kind of sort of thing. So it's kind of interesting because they are like Hawkgirl and Hawk, Hawkman and Hawkgirl are bestowed star-crossed lovers and they always reincarnate as a different being. So once one dies, the one other remembers and then that eventually gets reincarnated and they try to find each other again and it's just like this endless cycle of them trying to find each other. So that's, it's kind of interesting seeing Hawkman since we kind of see like adaptations of Hawkgirl in Justice League. So, anyway. We also have Swindow, who plays another JSN member's name is Cyclone. She's the granddaughter of the, of the original Red Tornado. C Cyclone has the power to control wind and sound. Her spot on the team was originally meant to be taken by Hawkgirl. But the character was only dropped from the movie. So, Red Tornado is kind of interesting because we see him as like a robot kind of thing. And he was made to basically be, yeah, he appears in America. Let's see. Uh... He has superhuman strength, thermal intellect, autokinesis, wind manipulation, flight, invisibility, deflection, force shield, regeneration, self-substance, metamorphosis, enhanced computer, cracking, changing from android to human form at will. Basically, he's an android that controlled the weather. So, seeing how... We have Cyclone being introduced. It's kind of like a interesting spin on her character. Because I feel like she'll be really influential in how she's depicted. Um, so she's the granddaughter, only member of the Justice Society. Current character of the headquarters. Uh, kidnapped a mad scientist who created the second red tornado, a powerful android with nanobites that are the source of her powers. So she, her powers come from nanobites. So in essence, uh, red tornado and nanobites kind of go hand in hand with her powers. And however, a talkative nature and know-it-all personality often alienates her peers and leaves the younger woman isolated. Her outcast status causes her to suffer from atypical depression. So, she began to manifest unusual superhuman powers. Sneeze demolishes her grandmother's garage. She awoke inside a tornado 500 feet off the ground. She has the power to manipulate wind. And, uh, yeah, she's one of the first on the list invited to join the team by Power Girl and Mr. Terrific. Amounts of ex excitement. 
Yeah. Then you meet Saga, Miss America, et cetera, et cetera. So that's a little bit about Cyclone and what she does. And her role in Black Adam seems to be interesting in that connection. Um, then we go to uh, Pierce Brosman rounds up the movies as Kent Nelson or Dr. Fate. See, Nelson is the son of an archaeologist who is chosen by the Helmet of Fate to become a magical superhero to defend the world against the forces of chaos. In case you're wondering, Dr. Fate was introduced 23 years before Dr. Strange, so he's not a ripoff of Marvel Supreme Sorcerer. Supreme. Brent State played the character in Smallville, and versions of the character have appeared in the lot of DC animated shows and games. This is interesting that Dr. Fate is introduced, because Dr. Fate is like the extreme person of magic and highest being in the helmet of fate in DC. So it's kind of interesting seeing that because what he's basically done is that he is able to not only produce all the different realities of magic, but be a good defender of the magic realm as well. And I would think Dr. Fate would probably be equal to Black Adam in the movie. Um, so it's kind of interesting. Uh, maybe the... Uh, Black Adam is the enemy and Dr. Fate is the one who actually be able to manipulate him and get stronger over him. So. I don't know. It's going to be kind of interesting seeing if Dr. Fate will play a role much more than just being a de facto member of JSA. I would think that, you know, it might come down to supporting the characters. So we have to see. So. But we also have the movie featuring the international game of criminals named the Intergain. Additionally, uh, Body Prince yet undisclosed key character from the Black Adam comics. The intergame's interesting because though Dynamic kind of brings on to a new feeling, being the the antagonist, organized crime group appearing in American books, they're known, the supply technology with the various new gods of the plant, Kikios, opponent foes who can seriously damage the world's most powerful heat of superheroes. So... So with that, let's see what they are doing. So we have the pre-crisis, which was the 1920s. And reveal into Superman's Paul Jimmy, Dark Side. Uh, and we have the, you know, Daily Planet. Um, so, you know, the two 
major Japanese crime cartels have to suffer years of gaining disunity and fragmentation. The hundred was led by Morgan Edge nationwide. So they have an interesting history. Uh, they date back to like origins of Superman and Darkseid. So the intergain is will be interesting in that aspect because if they're coming from of like allies of Darkseid and you know how dark, powerful Darkseid is. Bringing, you know, Superman on his knees and all this other stuff. There'll be an interesting uh, system to play in the Black Adam movie. I feel like they will probably be... Uh, something to consider because their technology is so supreme that gives them an edge on the superheroes. So... If anything, to point out to who is the antagonist, I would really think that the intergain will be that antagonist that Black Adam and the other members of the JSA face. But I also feel like this is also Black Adam's origin story. So it might be Black Adam versus the intergain by himself. No, that I'm not sure, additionally, because... Uh, this movie has yet to be released. So, Black Adam was supposed to be filming in April 2021 in Atlanta, Georgia. It was scheduled to be filming in Jul July 2020, but this was delayed. Uh, he had completed filming his scenes and the movie had officially wrapped. Some filming for the movie continued without Johnson as a few weeks after that, which is Dwayne Johnson, uh, so we haven't wrapped yet, so we still have to wait for more weeks. Black Adam wrapped up, but we got a lot of really good things going on. They'll continue. So, when is Black Adam set in the timeline? Well, Black Adam is set to in the in the present day, seeing so it's technically a sequel to Shazam. The movie will probably take place at the events of the first film. Some parts of the movie are likely to be set 5,000 years ago during the time of Karak's glory, but besides possible flashbacks, Black Adam will largely be a modern take on the character. So, what is Black Adam's story in this particular movie? Well, during Adam's time, uh, Karak was an impressive nation that used magic and sorcery to enlist enslavement and population as such he became the captain Cap Adam used his power to eliminate the people and ruled Kerak as its king he was originally a hero a hero but after his family was killed Adam took the darkness and unintentionally released the demons known as the Devon, seven deadly sins he was then imprisoned for the crimes of of that, and Black Adam will see him return from his prison after 5,000 years, determined to return Kakarot to its former glory. So, for anyone that doesn't know the Seven Deadly Sins, this is a ancient entity that should not be released upon the world, and as a result, creates this, uh, 
this this thing that should not be released. So it's kind of interesting because we see them on the crackback of Black Adam being incarcerated in the magical prison. And they are an antagonist in DC that comes from the Prime Earth. And the current members of the Seven Deadly Sins, you think of Envy, Gluttony, Greed, Lust, Pride, Sloth, and Wrath. They're an interesting um, dynamic because they compose of the Shazam, the Shazam family, and then formerly Pandora uh, being the enemies. So, it's kind of interesting that Black Adam in the origin story was blamed for the release of the Seven Deadly Sins. So each summon represents a different aspect of sin. The sins of the arch nemesis of Pandora, although it primarily features the enemy of Shazam. Uh, now we have the uh, we have the personification of sin itself. The seven enemies of man possess incredible power. Based set of powers they all possess, each member has their own special abilities. Uh, immorality is immune to all types of illness, aging, and damage. Only die after their presence in the multiverse is reduced to nothing. Uh, the omnipresence, the sins are woven into the fabric of the universe, meaning they are present in all places at all times. With this astral projection, the sins often conjure, conjure avatars of themselves to interact with the multiverse directly. Possession, the sins can possess rotten souls, people who have a strong connection to sin due to misdeeds. So... It's kind of interesting that when the de facto leader of Karak, which is Black Adam, was actually accused of releasing the sins upon the world, because the sins are very hard to defeat, the immorality and presence and multiversal threat is actually have to be sealed up in a tomb, or like ritual type stuff so like a ceremony to steal them away so just like uh, Black Adam was sealed away in prison for 5,000 years he's returning back and wants Karak to be back under his rule once he was ruler 5,000 years ago so it's currently unknown how much the movie connects to Shazam but the death of the wizard could be what allows Adam to escape his prison. While the specifics of the movie's plot haven't been released yet, we could probably see Black Adam reestablish his kingdom. This might cause the Society of America to oppose him, leading to a war between Adam and the superheroes. Consider how these stories usually go, a bigger threat would probably arise causing the heroes to band together to save the world. So that could be where Intergain comes into play, that the Intergain uh, proposes the threat that would make Black Adam and the JSA uh, compete together to save the world, but that also could be that the Intergain plays a really small role with maybe flashbacks of the JSA fighting the inner game and 
Black Adam is the depicted villain of the movie and JSA is the villain fighting him. It's really hard to say what is going to happen because you have like these different overlapping themes that what could happen. So, one, we have JSA versus Black Adam. That's pretty self-explanatory as, you know, they kind of like introduced like, it's basically they're introduced to Black Adam. They kind of like accept him and then they find that he's not what he is and he does things that like goes against what JSA stands for. So I can see JSA being the villain in that aspect and then Black Adam defending his right to the kingdom of Karak. That is entirely legitimate. There's also the second piece they come into conflict. They don't see the eye to eye, but there's another threat like the intergang coming into play. Um, so we can see the intergang trying to do some diabolical plan and the only hope to save the external crisis is the JSA and Black Adam team up, put the differences aside to address the issue. Now that could be a interesting partake of Intergame being introduced. And then it also is the third JSA flashbacks of finding the Intergame and Black Adam eventually takes over Maybe he aligns us with the Intergang and this Intergang Black Adam versus JSA. So that is that application. I don't know if that will happen, but it's definitely possible in terms of shock value and story elements to the Black Adam movie. So it kind of really uh, goes into say what will happen. And also, considering that, you know, none of these three might happen, there might be an entirely new premise of how the JSA is introduced. You know, maybe JSA don't oppose Black Adam, and they come corrupted with him. Who knows? But we also have a visual plot uh, synopsis by Warner. So, from the new Lion Cinema, Dwayne Johnson starts in the action-adventure Black Adam, the first ever feature film to explore the story of the DC superhero comes to the big screen under the distinction of Jungle Cruise nearly 5,000 years ago after he was bestowed with the mighty, power, al almighty powers of the ancient gods and present just as quickly, Black Adam, which is Dwayne Johnson, is freed from his earthly tomb ready to unleash his unique form of justice on the modern world. So, this kind of supports Black Adam after he's nearly awakened from the 5,000 year prison and the ancient gods are like Shazam, the same similar origins as Shazam. Yeah, there's not lots that can happen that will determine whether or not he you know gets in the way of his throne 
So basically, the way I see it happening, if he really wants to go back to rock and making his Kato as it was 5,000 years ago, that could be the plot device that would get the JSA involved, saying that how he's using his power as a means of control and tyranny. Because usually tyrant beings like Black Adam or other persons that want to take over by force are usually uh, oppressed by the people that stand in his way. The way I see it happening is that it's clearly possible that Black Adam will probably be victorious since he's the main villain or the main protagonist in his own feature film. So I really see that this introduction to JSA versus Black Adam theory kind of plays a major part in that. So I'm supporting that. That would be kind of interesting seeing one person take on many superheroes themselves. So, the sequels and Black Adam having any. Well, DC has big plans for Black Adam in the extended universe. Though the no sequels have confirmed, Johnson explained their plans to have Adam face off against Shazam in a, fu- in a future film. So potentially, Black Adam will come back to face Shazam. So this is like a pre-quickle film for that. It's an introductory phase, and when he comes back, then we have like perfect setup between the two characters to fight off. So, so what we decided to do is to create a scenario where Black Adam has a standalone movie and Captain Marvel, which is Shazam, has his own standalone movie. We're building our world that way and then we can come together at some point. Basically, Captain Marvel Shazam and Black Adam have their respective movies and then at some point they're going to bring them two together into a a foreshadowing event of those two facing off. Since Shazam and Black Adam are major enemies of each other throughout Shazam comics and Black Adam respectively. So that does make sense to have that distinction between the two, two separate films and then a third film to tie it together. So that actually is story building element. Basically, you invest in two stories. Oh wait, instead of two movies to watch. Now you have three movies to watch of two of the same characters. That creates suspense and entertainment for people to watch later down the line and money avenues for additional films in the future. So it's basically stretching out another movie than just the opposite of two movies. So I think it's kind of interesting because you know not everything can be stretched out to another movie and do well. But I think with the hype behind Black Adam, it'll actually do decently well. I'm just saying. Dwayne Johnson is a really good actor, and he does attract a good attention like Fast and Furious, Dimaji, and other sorts of works that he's worked on. So, we also have uh, Superman actor Henry Conville. He's a possible crosser between Black Adam and the Man of Steel, in extended universe future, that there is definitely some kind of work towards that. 
Now that's just spectacular fiction at this point, but that is something that could happen. But now that many plans do change, we might not actually get a Black Adam versus Superman Dawn of Capes movie, but the character would definitely have a future in the DC Extended Universe in some form, even if it has nothing to be have been officially announced. Now, Black Adam has recently had a resurgence in the comics, even becoming a major member of the Justice League. So it does look like DC is pushing the character to be a major player in the coming years. Of course, whatever Black Adam does get a sequel or not would depend entirely on the success of the movie once it debuts. So, it's kind of interesting because uh, DC Extended Universe is in a experimental phase where they're phasing out Black Adam in a standalone movie and they're trying to see how the fans react to him and his own movie just like they did with Deadpool, Joker, stuff like that. Because villains tend to very have higher popularity, well, similar popularity to the nemesis, like Batman vs. the Joker, the iconic. Deadpool being the fourth wall anti here he is, and the reassurances of him. It's kind of interesting seeing how Black Adam is being treated in that similar degree. Because I really think that Black Adam has the foundation to do good if at all more because we definitely there is definitely more to see what's about to happen so that is interesting in itself seeing how Black Adam will be and how everything will be towards that part so I don't know it'd be how we see it, how we not see it, it all depends on what's going to happen. And also, you know, Dwayne Johnson, being, you know, Samoan and like a minority in films as lately, it's kind of like an interesting character for Black Adam as well. Because the Rock is, is apologetic, humor. Lots of personality, get into character, uh, you know, the right build for the character, suman, suman human aesthetic, you know, bodybuilder, stuff like that. And, you know, his acting career hasn't been terrible for it. So, it really goes to show you that with the Black Adam movie coming up, we have a lots of hope that it might be doing good here at NC Anime. With everything going forward, I don't see why it would not do good. Now, if it's like people try to watch it and then not watch it, then I don't know. So. It's been a long road for Black Adam to the big screen. You know, Dwayne Johnson has been connected to his to the role 15 years passion project for the celebrated movie star because it's been a long time lots of ups and downs tells of Warner Bros 
So this seems like a long history of Black Adam being a movie and Rock being showing interest in doing that part. Uh, the whole goal of the movie was to set a larger universe where we'll be able to introduce the Justice Society of America then also build from there. It's a big first step and sometimes Johnson has dedicated over a decade to He's also laser-focused on the importance of bringing a live-action JSA to the big screen for the first time. Now, the Black AM take on the comic's oldest superhero team matches two of the original JSA founding members, which is Dr. Fate and Hawkman, with the two young upstarts of Cyclone and Adam Smasher. So if audience respond to these characters, which we believe they would and now see what they do. We want to honor their mythologies and build out their stories in terms of spin-offs, movies, and TV shows. That was always important. So, Black Adam gives Johnson a chance to do something entirely new in the world of superheroes because the character has never been brought to the life in live action. There was no reference. He has the opportunity to do this from scratch, which is from Johnson. Dream for the Black Adam extends far beyond with this, this year's movie. The chance to explore the wider DC canon and rediscover all the weird complex characters is something the star and producer finds exhilarating. When you look at DC's Pathanon of characters, there's so many great ones. You have to ex extra populate them out into the DC Bible, put them out onto a whiteboard, individually break it all down, and ready to go in the deep the backstories and superpowers and complexities. But introducing one of DC's most powerful heroes and their oldest and most storied super team, super team to the big screen, DC Universe is a huge responsibility and not one that Johnson takes lightly. Don't screw it up. We have this journey to deliver something that the fans have waited long for. Those fans are the most important driving factors in all of his choices. It's also how I like to operate in our business. Let's not go for as we could be a successful movie. Let's go for something that has been not been seen before. Let's go for it. Not only that, but let's listen to the fans because they will always guide you. This is why I really think Black Adam and Dwayne Johnson are perfect together because of how Dwayne Johnson goes about the character in certain details. He not only is he representing the character in terms of new freshness to the screen, but the character has never been in live action before, so there's nothing to go off on, as these other characters like Superman and Batman have been tremendously done on live action. There is all these other attempts adaptations of the same character by so many people. Black Adam doesn't have that. And really, the only source material that's been outside of the comics is probably the animated universe. So, it's really interesting to see how Black Adam would shape up in the expectations of the movie and what it introduces. Because I am a really big fan of the Justice Society of America. That will be really interesting to uphold in that. 
that will be interesting in my eyes because as the predecessor of the Justice League, it established a super team uh, team up that we like see in the early days of the DC Universe before Justice League became a norm. So we see how they form in the uh, you know, the trope of JSA being introduced. So the expectations that I have for the movie is this. Black Adam coming to the screen for the first time ever. JSA being impacted in the predecessor of Justice League. So that's, you know, two icon that's one big uh, plot device thrown out. The intergame plays a role we don't know how they're being implemented. You know, is it going to be a... Is it a going to be a superhero team-up against Intergain? Is it going to be a JSA and Black Adam partnership to go against Intergain? Is it going to be a JSA uh, clash between Black Adam and Black Adam? Suddenly being equal grounds of all four members of JSA. That's something to consider as well. So the implications of the movie and the conflict is really unknown. I don't know how it's going to shape out. So it's kind of like an unknown expectation in, in it being introduced with the information that we have at the moment. So what I think in the same, in the scheme of things is this. Black Adam movie would probably be a pivotal moment to see if new characters in the DC Universe still have applications to bring on new audience. Because DC is trying to build up its roster of the movies it's been trying to do. You know, Batman... Batman vs. Superman, Justice League, Aquaman, um, Wonder Woman, maybe at some point in the future with The Flash, stuff like that. So it's like doing a reemergence of the formal glory it once had before in the movie industry. So Black Adam will be actually tested waters for how new characters, now that's just like the original seven, but like how new characters being introduced have implications. Because Marvel's already doing that. And DC is realizing that they need to do that. Well, like, you know, they had Suicide Squad, the Joker. They had all these different interesting plot devices that actually did pretty well. Black Adam, I think, can do really well in that aspect. It's not just another Superman, Batman movie. You know, we had those plenty of times. But, like, it's a movie that's standalone that also introduced what was attempted with Shazam. A character you take and expand upon them in a deeper scope. That's where DC Comics and the DC Expanded Universe should focus on. Take characters that have a following and brush them up into the DC Expanded Universe. That would probably be really good to explore 
There's different characters. You can do different plot devices of how they involve in the storyline. Yes, yeah, so are they trying to be like Marvel and connect the story? In a way, yes. But DC has always been better at standalone films than overlapping th films of 20 different films all together. So DC has been better in that aspect, so that's what they should focus on instead of Marvel being an entire saga and everything being connected or a major connection being introduced between two movies or three movies. So that's where I think DC's seller point for the uh, Black Adam could be. Because I really think in this aspect, we will see not only how Black Adam operates in the sphere of influence of other DC expanded, expanded universe films, but how the uh, appeal from the audience is when we actually see them on the big screen. So, with that, we have, like, an interesting premise to see how Black Adam will sell, how it'll do, uh, you know, huge uh, promotion from Dwayne himself, avid fan, and trying to bring it all together. Something about dating back to 15 years, I don't necessarily know what the implication of that was, but the way I think it's going to play out, he's really passionate about the role. So, usually actors are really passionate about these types of roles. The movie tend to do better because, you know, their unique land, landmark or trademark in the movie is being explored. So, Black Adam as Dwayne Johnson will give a new identity to what Black Adam is and maybe catapult it into, like, Superman or Batman territory because I feel like it has lots of potential to do really well and that potential can serve as a catalyst for igniting whatever comes after the debut of Black Adam so so keep that in mind for not only is Black Adam a new movie to the franchise it's also a connection between Shazam. So it has a connection, but it's still standalone. So you can do something like that with a vague connection, have it be standalone, but have a overlapping plot device that is minuscule, but still provides continuity to the connection in the universe. See... That is where DC can be really good at. It's like smaller connections, but there's still continuity within the universe for they're connected to another movie and still have it as standalone. Like Shazam, uh, Black Adam, and then Shazam versus Black Adam, all three movies. You don't have to watch the original Shazam or Black Adam to see the Black Adam versus Shazam movie. You see what I'm getting at? 
You can watch them out of order, not watch one without the other, or only watch one and not watch the others. See, you only watch the others if you're interested, or you watch the others before, and then maybe in anticipation of that fight, watch the third one. Basically, what it's building up to towards, people watch the third, they watch the second. People watch the, the Shazam, and then when Shazam comes back, they will watch Shazam. Maybe not Black Adam, they'll watch Shazam versus Black Adam. So it's really important to see how that dynamic works out. Because I would really love Shazam versus Black Adam movie. That'll be flipping lit, in my opinion. Because I know how much Shazam is multi-powerful, just like Black Adam is. And being the same bestowers of the same powers by Shazam, the wizard god, is kind of interesting. And the connection to the seven deadly sins with Black Adam being imprisoned, that was also a plot device, I think, in Shazam. So, I think, well, if I'm mistakenly, the seven deadly sins were a part of the Shazam movie. It also introduced the Shazam family. So, we had introduction to the Shazam family, finding the seven deadly sins. They all, I think, back of Solomon and stuff. But anyway, that is my take for the expectations for the Black Adam movie. Uh, in conclusionary note, I would say that the movie is what it makes itself out to be. Yes, I have high potential for the movie, but for Black Adam can represent yes do I believe that it can do well yes do I think the the appeal for the audience space is there it's kind of unknown but I do feel like a character like Dwayne Johnson and the infamy that he brings to the franchise could be a big selling point for the Black Adam movie so I think what the fans that Dwayne Johnson brings it brings an interesting plot device to people to watch the movie to watch for fans of him playing Black Adam so that would probably be an influential role as you know celebrity figures usually do with big ticket movies that they are a part of they bring the audience that are fans of them to the big screen and then they contribute in the sales of them as the character, but also as them in the movie. So, celebrities have an interesting role in that aspect, and Rain Johnson doesn't fail in that category to bring the uh, stoicism and strength required in Black Adam. So, he's the embodiment of what Black Adam could be. I think the connection to, you know, 5,000 years in ancient history, coming back with a vengeance, a warrior that's ruthless, all together brings an interesting dynamic. Whether JSA has an a influential role or not is up to be determined. But what is determined is Black Adam coming back, 
and seeking to restore kingdom. That is understood. That is pretty clear to understand. And I think with that explanation and expectations for the Black Adam movie, we have a general plot that is derivative and actionable enough to sell the story. The description that they gave about 5,000 years being trapped and coming back is enough to provide intrigue for the movie in Black and Dwayne Johnson being the actor for that for Black Adam brings it as well. So in conclusion, Black Adam be coming out in October 13th, 2022 and we will see firsthand on its debut on how fans react to the movie and how fans will continue to love Black Adam and also Dwayne Johnson as a future role in that character in Black Adam in a future film. So stay tuned as Black Adam will come in October and, and we see how the expectations for the Black Adam movie under Wales and performs to the status quo that we expect it to be or unexpected, you know, underestimated and see if it actually gives out more than what it says that it's giving. With that, you can find uh, more episodes of the MC Anime Podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. You can be a part of the Patreon page on the MC Animators blog MC Anime, where you do original polls, original content on Patreon, direct messages to me on Patreon, possible Discord benefits in the future, and, you know, be a special guest, custom cover art that you want to design, and then that be an episode, even a sponsorship opportunity if you want to be a sponsorship for the podcast. So stay tuned as we have more content to unroll and coming to you, MCMA Podcast, signing off. Bye, guys.